You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. You're going to really regret this when I become the voice of a new generation of robot movies. I'm telling you. can't you. be the voice of a new generation of robot movies and hate Wally. All of the same. Well, no, Wally's just a ripoff of the best movie of all time. It is not the best movie ever. We have talked about this. I don't even know when the last time was that you saw this movie. It is awful. It is truly terrible. Some Uh, movies hold the test of time. Drop Dead Fred, still hilarious. Like lots of things. Uh, Overboard, still a great movie. However, Short Circuit does not hold up. One of the greatest movies of all time. Mm -mm. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And don't forget, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network out of Portland, Oregon. And uh, the podcast is available via the cyberwebs everywhere. So go ahead and download that. (laughs) Leave a review on iTunes if you so choose. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio and all of these wonderful things. And don't forget to go to Fun Employment radio.com and pick yourself up a sweatshirt get a hoodie a sweatshirt please do pick one up you can go there now uh we want to create a mini army yes yes yeah i mean we're not gonna we're not gonna lie to you the more people that are wearing them around the more people see them the more you look cool the more we look cool the more everybody looks cool it helps the local economy wow yes it does good i like you know yeah you know you live in portland like you know you obviously wherever or Or wherever wherever we'll ship them anywhere you obviously care about who you support or you know like who you want to help out and this clearly this is helping a local business here in Portland who creates the sweatshirts it helps us we are a self-made business you know we've been doing this for almost five years without the support of you we won't be able to continue doing this. There you go. Mm-hmm. This is your economic speech. This sure. Is what you, should do. you should incorporate this if you ever run for mayor or something like that. I sure should. Have you ever thought about doing something along those no, lines? No, I hate public speaking. You know that. Okay, so you would never run it's, for it's office. It's my crippling fear of public speaking that is keeping me away from my destiny, which is ruling the land. Mm-hmm. See, but mm-hmm. that's see, I have the opposite thing. I ha- I love being So you in front don't of have the intelligence, but you no. aren't afraid of standing in I, front of people. No. So that's exactly opposite. You're right. That is, that is opposite. No, I thought about this the other day. If I ever ran for mayor of Portland, or, or something like that, my problem would be I would just change everything to benefit me, which really isn't what, uh, what other... It really I mean, isn't other, a far stretch from other politicians. No, other politicians do that. Like I they would pretend just, like they're doing it for other people when, in fact, they're, it's their interest. Right. See, I would just be above board And their board interest just taps, happens to kind of coincide with somebody else's interest. See, I would just be completely honest about it so everybody knew what it was that I was doing. So I would say, um, you know, uh, there is uh, massive funding now for podcasts, free public funding. So it would be public funding for podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, our network would get some. That would be part of my initiative because it helps everyone. It does. See, it helps the local economy right there. Bam. Funding for podcasts. It totally does. Because we put, we put a lot into it. Not my it. own money. Not, It'd be okay. city money. And then on top of that, also what I would do is because of the fact I was thinking about this the other day, like I hate doing yard work at my house. Mainly, I don't mind cutting stuff down. Like, because I, I have lots of trees on my property, I don't mind cutting those down, but I hate the cleanup. I would uh, put a a uh, refund on leaves. I would put like a so like five, a can refund, but you could do it with leaves. Yeah, this only, place would be picked clean. I, yeah, I know it'd be awesome. Then I wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. So then some other people would come along and do the cleanup for me. So I'd put it uh, two cents a leaf. So you get two cents a leaf. That's a lot of money for bringing those into the city and two just two cents a leaf. Yeah, two cents a leaf. I would think like like ten leaves would be, oh I don't know maybe not per leaf maybe it'd be not per, per pound. leaf 
Okay, per pound. Be, How about you get a dollar per pound? A dollar per pound? Well, then I might return it myself. Well, it's going to take a lot of leaves it's to make gotta, a, a pound. See, it's got to be just the right amount of money to where I don't want to do it. It's not worth it for me to do it myself. Okay. But, but you right know now, other people would do it. Right, yeah. So I'd say um, we'll go 30 cents a pound for leaves. You can turn those into the city and you will get a refund and you can start with my house. You can pick up all the leaves at my 50 house. 50 cents a pound. 50 cents a pound. 50 you want to go 50 pound. cents a pound? Yes, I do. All right. I don't think you realize how much a pound of leaves is. Like that isn't very much. I mean, that is a lot. Right. That's yeah. A lot of, yeah. But so it's I mean, a lot of leaves. So they're going to have to work very hard for that fifty cents. Okay. All right. But then people are going to start stripping the trees. They're going to be ripping like still living leaves well, off of the problem. trees. That is your problem. No, that's not my so problem. So they have to be dead leaves. Well, people can defend their own leaves. You know, if they want to, uh, they have the right to defend their property. That's uh, being I pointed out. Why don't you have a tree shredder? I can tell you that because Greg is a Darwin watch waiting to happen, and he <laughs> would fall into the tree shredder and lose uh, his head if not one of his appendages. I have a small. I have a small shredder, but it only only uh, takes care of like Ooh, branches that are people like are already three break, poking holes in your system. What do you mean? They're saying like uh, Vicky and Amy both are pointing out. Um, yeah, if you pick them up when they rain, they'd be a lot heavier. Mm, okay, so we'll go then per leaf. Somebody's then I have to hire somebody to count each count out each leaf. That's fine. I'm willing <gasps> to spend. Could it be like? Can you separate like wet leaves and dry leaves? No, like, I'm willing. The, there's the dry leaf and then the wet leaf. No, I'm willing to spend a lot of city money on uh, on leaf counters. So I think that's what we'll have to do. We'll have so to. So you hire don't want to have counters. a system like? Is it going to be a machine you put the leaves into? Uh, no, you bring the leaves in in like the back of a truck, and then there will be somebody there that'll there'll be a group of people that'll count out the leaves, and then you'll get your refund. You'll get your money from that. No, you this is really uh, the, uh, you can't even shoot holes in this system because it just makes sense. It just makes sense. So I think that will be uh, that might have to be the way it is. We'll have to hire leaf counters, hundreds of them. Wow! And so not only that, not only are you bringing money back into the economy, you're also bringing jobs into the economy. Mm-hmm. Because in order to yeah. have all these leaf counters, yeah, you're going to have to hire people exactly. to count the leaves. Exactly. So I'm wow. providing so not, jobs. So in like five minutes, you have created a, a rich society for all of us mm-hmm. and. Hundreds, if not thousands, of jobs. Po- probably thousands. It would probably make thousands of jobs. And on top of that, you would be getting money yourself if you decide to turn in your own leaves. Like if you wanted, you're like, hey, you know what? I need to get some money. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something good for nature. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna collect all these leaves. Right. I'm gonna bring them in. I'm gonna get my, my, you know, my four dollars. Right. Yep. And it's gonna be a good day. Yeah. And then somebody else is gonna get paid. So I mean, really, it just kind of works. All the way around, and it just it just makes sense. Elect uh, Greg Nibbler for mayor, and whenever it is, they do that again, like next year or something. Yeah, like next year or something. Greg has yeah. his finger on the pulse of That's the right. of political debate. Yeah, yeah, man. What else would benefit me? There's all kinds of things that would work out. No, see, Free burritos. Totally, you've unlocked once a month. Free burritos once a month. You've unlocked the secret to politics. Mm-hmm. What it is is that nobody is really like trying to help anybody else. They just try to find people who who have similar views as them, and then like get them on their bandwagon. Yeah. And they think, and the people who have the similar views think that that person represents them, but really that mm-hmm. person's just using them to right. get their agenda. Another thing. Holy crap! I would uh, it help boost the local uh, film industry by making a series of movies all starring me. I will be paid for this. You know, I will be paid for my time, but then, you know, everybody else will get paid too because it'll be like a massive hit and uh, it'll be all funded by the city, you know, and everybody in the film industry gets more jobs too. So what kind of movie do you think would it be? Is it going to be to draw more people to collect leaves in Portland or well, like, do you want, because you don't really want people, more people to move here. Um, well, no, I mean, I don't care. Whatever. It's not my problem. I'll, I'll be living in like the mayor's mansion. Isn't there a mansion or something the mayor lives in? I'm pretty sure when Sam Adams was mayor, he lived in like a house in North Portland. Okay, that's fine. I'll take that. 
Yeah, that's good. I'll take that one. I'll take that house. That'll be my house then from now on. No, actually, I'll make it so the mayor lives in. There's the Charlie Hales looks like he'd live in a mayor in a mansion. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah, Uh, that's a mansion mayor definitely. There's the the Pittock Mansion. So this is a little bit of a specific Portland reference. There's the Pittock Mansion, which is like the old. uh, It's this gigantic mansion that's now a tourist thing. You can go take a tour through it. I'll live in that. I'll live in that up on the hill. That'll be my mayor's mansion. And then I can Good oversee everything. Good luck with that. And like a, all right, yeah, in your mayor's mansion with no electricity or anything, just sitting up there on top of a hill. It has electricity. And if it doesn't, I'll run it to it because I'm the mayor and I can do anything I want. Is that That's what you think the mayor does? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's ultimate power. Uh, the, the other thing I would do is get rid of the city council. You don't need those people telling you what to do. I mean, I can make those decisions. And, so um, you'd run everything. You'd run like the water right. bureau. You'd run yeah. uh, like all transportation yeah. bureaus. Well, I was elected by the people. Obviously, they want me to be running this thing. So I think on top of that, you know, there might have to be a statue of some kind. But, uh, but only because the people demand it. Because the people want. Like, it. do you want to replace like the sta- the Joan of Arc statue on like the the roundabout on 39th and Gleason? Yeah, I probably just put my head on each of them. Yeah, she has it- a woman's body. Well, oh yeah, okay, that's yeah, true. that's a, that's uh, Joan of. That's Arc. fine, whatever. It's still going to be my head on top of it. So I'll I'll do that with all the statues. I think people would like that. Um, you could be a man of the people. You probably should just reside in your own house so that when people like complain to you about stuff, you can be like, man, I know, mm-hmm. I as a homeowning, tax paying, mortgage paying. Resident of right. Portland. Well, no, I, I, won't I pay feel your pain. I won't pay taxes because the mayor doesn't. Dude, pay if taxes. you're the mayor, you can get away with any crazy shit. I mean, look at all those stupid ass like green bike strips that are still totally. there. Look at that was just an idea. Like, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint these like little areas where bikes can wait in front of cars. They're gonna be slippery as fuck, and you're gonna fall off your bike when it rains because you know Portland's not rainy at all. Well, but you know, lo- it's gonna be safe. Local complaint. I'm just saying, maybe you should look into the paint that you're buying for like bike. I didn't you know, buy like that Bike stuff. safety areas. That was before my time. If the second it gets a little bit wet, everyone starts slipping and sliding on it. Mm-hmm. Just do a little research. Okay. So see, you can have a hairbrand idea and bring it to fruition and make it goddamn law. See, I think you're behind me. You're behind me. I I'm kind of am behind for you. Running for mayor. As long as I can put a couple things on the docket. Uh, we'll 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 figure something out. Yeah, you could maybe you could. I'll take them into consideration. I I request that Portland porches be allowed uh, to be open later because I would like to play cornhole later on at night. <laughs> Wait, Portland porches. What? No, because there's this. some ordinance right now. Some no, some city thing that like what, the bars, noise ordinance. Yeah, like if you're at a bar or anything, you can't uh, like make any noises past like eight thirty. Ten well, o'clock. It's ten o'clock, but yeah, but still, people complain. People complain. I. You know what I want? You know what I want on the docket? Portland people aren't allowed to complain. Except for me, because I'm complaining right now. Yeah, you're doing a lot of complaining, actually. Mm-hmm. It's I know. a lot of I'm complaining. I'm so complaining. Yeah, it's it's Dude, a lot. I, it's an overwhelming it's amount. Yeah, it's pretty it's right off pretty the bat. Intense. Yeah, I was just talking about the great things I would do as mayor, and now you're already doing this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but I think I think we could uh, I think we could make this work. <laughs> Nibble says I like this uh, Dylan Nibbler ticket running on later on the later cornhole platform. Uh, it's okay, the only problem there is so it's a Nibbler Dylan platform. Because, oh, I was waiting for yeah. you to correct that. I was yeah. waiting. It's I was the Nibbler waiting. Dylan platform. So. I love it. Whenever someone's like written something about us or like <laughs> and if my name comes first in anything, I can see Greg's little squinchy eyes get a little squinchier because he's like, mm. it's like, oh hi no. Sarah, hi Sarah and Greg, and I can see him in his mind going, that's not the order it's supposed to be in. I'm supposed to be first. Well, no, that's if we had an article. I think there was an article written about us once, and they had my like Dylan and Nibbler, uh-huh. and that bothered the shit out of you. I could tell. No, the okay, the only time that ever bothered me was when they said host Sarah Dylan. Host of Fun Employment Radio, and then they put and and co-host Greg Nibbler. See that part bothered me because that's the rules. That's the that's what we established before we started this show, where I was the host, you're the co-host. 
It's, oh, wow. My, oh, okay. Title. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that we had to strictly adhere to those guidelines. I'm the mayor. You would be, uh, you know, a cohort or something like that. I don't know what you would be. Well, we'll come up with a title for you. Anyway, these are all possibilities. But with the movie thing, what I would do is this. And since it seems like it's kind of stalled, I was talking about this earlier today. We do a show once a week on X-Ray. And uh, I think... There needs to be the remake that needs to finally happen. A remake of Short Circuit. Yes, the beloved robot movie from the... It's not beloved. From the late 80s, I believe it was. Filmed in Astoria, Oregon. Why do you always say that? Like, that makes a difference. It does. It doesn't. You're just trying to, like, trying to hook people in by saying, oh, look, it was locally made. It was. Yeah, it was filmed in Astoria. Mm, No, there were so many other better movies filmed in Astoria. Uh, Kindergarten Cop. Goonies. Goonies. Free Willy. Oh, Free Willy. Free Willy. Uh, The Ring. The Ring was filmed there. Or The Ring 2. I think it was The Ring 2 was filmed in Astoria. So I'm saying, though, with this, that uh, the Short Circuit remake would happen, and I, myself... I'm asking people in the chat, does anyone else think that Short, short Circuit is beloved? Beloved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to know. Oh, absolutely. Everybody likes Short Circuit. It was it was a great movie. It was a story of a robot. Uh, the, the government, to recap it, if you haven't seen it, you're missing oh, out. The government created a group of warrior robots with like little um, like tank pads is what they rolled around on. They look a lot like Wally, only Wally kind of kind of ripped it off. Um, Wally did not rip anything off. It ha- would have had to be a good movie in the first place to be ripped off. And then on top of that, so they they roll around, but then short circuit Johnny Johnny Five Number Five. <laughs> Mr. Jackie says I'm going to learn hypno- hypnosis specifically to make Greg forget that short circuit ever existed. <laughs> so the so robot Number Five got like a self conscious. It became self aware. And it escaped because it didn't want to hurt people. And it ran away with Stephanie. And Stephanie was kind of the person working on it. And he went and hid with Stephanie. And then they... Did the, she have the sex with him? No, they don't have sex with the robot. He's Johnny Five. Don't besmirch his name with such slander and lewdness. Number five is alive. Number five is alive. God, See? even like just the audio of that is just terrible. And that's what I mean. I can be the new voice <gasps> of Short Circuit. Oh, somebody figured it out. Sumon says Greg just likes it because it has short in the title. <laughs> that could be it. Well, regardless, I'm saying a Short Circuit remake needs to happen and I need to be the voice of the new Short Circuit. But you want to be the voice? You don't even want to be the face? No, not for the robot. No, I just want to be the voice of it. So you don't want to be like the Stephanie of the sneer that has sex with the robot. The star is the robot and Stephanie does not have sex with the robot. I mean... There's going to be casting. Let's just say that. But uh, is it going to be a sexy female <laughs> robot? Uh, like no. in Gremlins too, when they had like the sexy Gremlin with like the high heels. Is it going to be like a big boobed robot? And you're going to be maybe you'll be the man companion. I think you misunderstand. And then she becomes self aware, and she's like, "Oh, Greg, not, I think you're so dreamy." Not everything is about boobs for me, Sarah. Not everything. Really? Well, most things. But because I'm the voice of Johnny Five, then maybe that'll work out for me. Um, no, but I will be the new voice of Johnny Five is alive. Stephanie. More input. See, it's pretty good. you got to admit it's pretty good. I don't even know. Nobody knows what impression you're doing because nobody likes short circuit. I will find, I will find a short circuit soundboard here so you can understand. I am telling you. Uh, let's see here. I got one. I got one right here. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Oh, that's. I'm, uh, Oops. Okay, I gotta plug it in. This is this is called being prepared and being a radio professional. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> I have never heard ju- like I remember Short Circuit. I remember it being bad. Oh, oh, here I have one right over here. Okay, which one? Malfunction. Need input. Malfunction. Need input. Yeah, right there. That was that was pretty much it. 
More input. Johnny Five is alive, Stephanie. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I think it'd be pretty good. I think you you really can't deny the ability that I have to play this. So that would if be we were going thing. to redo an Oregon movie to help the economy, of course that we're running on the Nibbler Dylan ticket. We've talked yes. about this, mm-hmm. um, where I am advocating for later cornhole laws. Uh, and <laughs> to Greg, explain cornhole, cornhole the uh, beanbag toss, the beanbag game. toss Not, game. Uh, Sarah doesn't want to be able to cornhole you know after dark outside what what are you talking nobody was even thinking that what's I'm wrong with making you? it clear for your own benefit and greg wants to uh make leaves worth money and star in lots of movies yeah yeah for some for economically sound reason for the economy so. no if they're gonna make a second like like do a remake of something they need to do goonies when they're older well they are they are actually talking about see goonies. i'd get behind that yeah, no, there's been talk for a while about doing the second Goonies movies because it sounds like most of them are on board. To, or even to like another it. kindergarten cop where like the kid grows no. up and now he's a cop. Oh, God, no. I would totally watch the shit I out of that. I know you would. I know that you would. That would be awesome. Like he goes, he returns to his hometown where like, you know, he first realized, you know, he was able to finally be a kid and not be on the run. And, you know, now he's a he's a cop and his mom and... Arnold Schwarzenegger, since, you know, they run off and they live off in Florida in, like, a retirement community. This, and he's there. This sounds like something you would see on a Lifetime movie. That's what that sounds like. That yes. sounds like a Lifetime movie remake. That's what you can do. I'll allow you to make that movie. I'll allow you to make a Kindergarten Cop 2. Maybe. We'll have to talk about it. But with this, I think that uh, with Short Circuit, and you know, the reboot, it'll be a reboot. Is um, that what you're going to call it? Yeah. Short, Short circuit, circuit, the reboot? The reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it? Because it's like a computer rebooting. Reboot. And then that'll be the catchphrase. So throughout it, you know, if see, it's like something, because it'll be like zany the hijinks. Five is alive. I think you're remembering it wrong, because in no way am I hearing him saying Johnny Five is alive. Number five is alive. You know, yeah, they call him Johnny Five. It, it, that's his name. He's Johnny Five. Johnny Five. And so with that... With the with the reboot, I'm just saying I think it could be an amazing thing for for pretty much. That's being asked if I want to see the lifetimization of everything. I do. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, why not? You are a lifetime movie make, fan. Well, that's fine. I mean, and if you know, there are all these like different kinds of versions of movies. Like, make the good fucking billion dollar movie, and then make the lifetime version. Everyone's happy. <laughs> just take like you know some leftover some of the leftover money that you were going to use for like food services or something, and then just toss it lifetime's way, and then they'll make a nice little succinct package of a shit movie that I can enjoy. You really need to be writing movies for life. I know. Lifetime. I know. I'm, I took- I'm not gonna lie. just just coming up with titles for things. I think that you could work. What would you call Kindergarten Cop Two? Oh, do you, do you have like a name for that, or is that something you could think of? But the Lifetime movie version? Oh, I'm trying to think of a good pun. Kindergarten Cop 2. Mm-hmm. So he comes back and now he's a cop. Because uh, it was a boy, I guess. right? It yeah, was this a boy. Is, you're writing it, so I don't know. You would be the one writing this thing. Kindergarten. All right, so maybe that needs to be... Oh, I don't know, because I maybe need to take out the kindergarten out of it, because like he's not in kindergarten anymore, and he's mm-hmm. older. Back. So I mean, like, back to, back to kindergarten cop. Mm-hmm. Right. Back to kindergarten cop. Uh, kindergarten cop returned to innocence. Kindergarten cop... Uh, Cop stop. Would you take shop. out the kindergarten thing? Um, no. First grade? Would he move on to first grade? Oh. Right. Kindergarten cop, the next generation? For first class? No, not first class. Oh, that could be good. Yes, graduation no. day? <laughs> kindergarten cop, graduation day? Because now he's graduating high school or something? Kindergarten stop? 
I don't know because maybe he's like mad at his because maybe uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger like screws them over and leaves his mom and he like hates cops and so like he goes back oh. he goes back to take care of his mother who's ailing she's ailing okay she's ailing all right and she's at in Astoria and Penelope, like uh, Arnold uh, what is yeah it? whatever her name is and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is long gone he just was another man because this is a Lifetime movie okay so he leaves right of course obviously like Arnold an Schwarzenegger asshole like he, he a, saves her just a deadbeat. It's just a fucking deadbeat, right. like anything with a dick. Am I right, Lifetime? So, um, so yeah, so so she's ailing, and so he record he returns home mm-hmm. uh, to take care of her. Okay, and he too has to follow in his almost stepfather who abandoned his footsteps of becoming yet another kindergarten cop because there's a new kid in town. Maybe let's let's keep it interesting. A new African American kid. Oh, okay, all right. And, you know the small town on the on the Oregon coast isn't quite familiar, so he isn't quite fitting in. Oh, but you're then, going for this route? No, and then they realize that he has a secret past. Okay. Yeah, and so like, and so the kid has to see what's out. his secret past. Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Okay. But maybe it'll be kindergarten shop, and he's a shop teacher. <laughs> there we go. So he's gone back. To, he's graduated. He's a he's a shop teacher, but he hates his dad because his dad left him as Lifetime movies, as that happens. And <laughs> now, apparently, the new kid is an African-American child. But Keelan's he's saying got don't bring weird... black people into this. I'm sorry, Keelan. I have to. I'm, it's just coming out of me. Like, this is the way the Lifetime movie is, is going. <laughs> yeah, I like how he's black, so he's got a secret past. No, all of them have a secret past. The, the white kid in the first movie had a secret past. Everyone has no. He doesn't have a secret past. Clearly, his parents do. So oh. I don't know, but it's not going to be what you think. And then in time, he's what gonna, is it? What is it that I think? I don't. I don't know. I have. I don't know what you think. What do you think, stereotypey McGee? <laughs> what is this? What is the secret past? I. I don't know. I mean, you're the one writing the story. As you said, it's just coming out of you. So it is just coming out of me. Um. How about? Oh, I don't know. This is like a lot of pressure. I need to think about this. But let me tell you. To go back to the Lifetime movie thing, I did take a Lifetime movie quiz today. Yes. And I got 12 out of 12. That's con- congratulations mm, yep. to you. That was very, uh, it's very good for I you. I was pretty proud. You are, uh, you have, you are accomplishing things here. We're very accomplished people here mm-hmm. at Fun Employment Radio. We really are. Yep. At FunUpRadio.com. Yes. Or at FunUpRadio on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I'm I'm glad we. I'm really this. I really don't like being put on the spot. I'm actually really not happy with you right now. Oh, okay. Because you are supposed to like at least you're not supposed to put me on the spot like that. that like was if too you would have given me a heads up on it, was it is it my fault? It's <gasps> my fault. Okay, what about kindergarten um, cop? But instead of so it's going to be c dot o dot p dot, and maybe it'll be the children that are police, and it'll be like children on patrol. <laughs> Kindergarten children on patrol. Oh my god, all the original kids from the original kindergarten cop come back and they form a police task force in Astoria. And they're kindergarten C.O.P. Children on patrol. And they save everyone from the rough and tumble world of Astoria. Oh god damn. Like the girls, the twin girls are like, our mommy says our daddy, daddy is a real sex machine. Like bring back all of those kids. And they're all cops. All of them. Children on patrol. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Speaking of things from childhood and lifetime. Whew, I couldn't have segued this better if I had tried, and I didn't, so that was lucky. Greg, back in 2009, did I already say my welcome to my world of crazy? Yes, you did. Okay. 
Boy, you are you're on a different level today. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little nutty. The whole like show earlier today kind of threw me off, and then I think I'm just kind of like I'm, I'm getting back on track. Okay, I'm getting my foot in. All right. Well, in 2009, Greg Dustin Diamond, of course, who played Screech on Saved by the Bell, yes, wrote his edgy novel Behind the Bell. I don't know if you know that he did this. This I is when remember. he had his burgeoning stand-up career. Right, and then didn't he also have a porn tape? He sure did. Okay. Uh, so he uh, so he wrote a book called Behind the Bell, a scandalous tell-all that revealed what life was reportedly like behind the scenes on the set of Saved by the Bell. Now, of course, Saved by the Bell ran from 1989 to 1993, turning their cast of actors into megastars, which is hopefully what um, Kindergarten Cup 2 will Due to your career, it'll catapult it. Oh, I'm in it now. Okay. Now, Dustin Diamond wrote in his book, Behind the Bell, that everyone in the cast except for him was sleeping together. Oh, poor Dustin Diamond. It's like said, everyone but me was <laughs> sleeping together. <laughs> well, yeah. And many of them were even dabbling in drugs. Now, Dustin Diamond's memoir tipped off Hollywood to the fact there was a lot more than we all thought going oh. on behind the scenes uh, with these squeaky teens. Uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Yeah. Now, thanks to hours of brand new interviews conducted for the film, there's going to be... Well, spoiler alert, I just gave it away. There's going to be a film on Lifetime. On the Lifetime TV network? The Lifetime television network that is taking a brand new look at the behind-the-scenes life of all the Saved by the Bell actors, Greg. Like a documentary? It is an unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. That's what it's called. What do you the mean? unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. Are you kidding me? I could have come up with so many things better than that lazy ass. The unauthorized Saved by the Bell story. I don't know what you would come up with. Hey, this I is don't kind know. Of your territory. Why are you putting this on me again? That was kind of you. I don't. I don't know. So it's so it's going to be a documentary about the. It's about not, It's the, an unauthorized. It's a documentary. It's a mockument. I don't know. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be like actual things that happen, but it's a documentary of the behind the scenes of the sex and drugs and threesomes that were happening. Okay. All right. So get this. Wait, there were threesomes? There were threesomes. With who? I'm sure it was all three of the the hot chicks. They were just doing it all the time. No, Greg, I don't know. Why would I know that? Oh, man, because now I kind of want to watch this movie. All right. So get this. This is actually pretty exciting. So it's been cast... It's been cast, so it's not a documentary. Oh my god, Greg. Pay attention. It is a movie. It is a movie that is being done on Lifetime based on interviews that they have conducted about what really happened on the set of Saved by the Bell. So it's an actual movie oh with my cast god. people. Yes, it's a... I, in what way when I said movie 17 times that you didn't get it was a movie? A new Lifetime Television movie. It's a movie about them. So they've got people cast oh as God. young. Yes, so they're people cast as the cast members of Saved by the Bell. Oh, that's kind of awesome. It's very awesome. This is why I'm excited. And there's threesomes. Oh, my God. I don't know if they're going to show the threesomes. And I don't know if they're threesomes you'd want to see, quite honestly. Oh. What threesome are you, like, are you, like, it's pining like for? not like Slater and Dustin Diamond and... Well, Dustin Diamond sadly just said that he wasn't, you know, he didn't participate with anything because all of them Mis- left him out of the threesome. Was it Slater and Mr. Belding and Zach? Is that what went on? That's exactly That's what, what it was. That's not what I want to see. That's not what I was hoping That was totally for. what it was. That's not what I'm hoping for. Well, uh, get this. So uh, the casting for this movie was actually done by the same casting director that uh, that cast all the original people for Say by the Bell. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they got that casting director. Uh, his name's Robin Lippin. 
So he recast the same roles, you know, that he had cast for Saved by the Bell back in 1989. And so he picked a bunch of actors, uh, none of which I'm familiar with, which you can find them online, but uh, they all... It's a damn fine job. They all look very similar all right. to who they're supposed to be. Particularly the actress that's playing Lisa Turtle. Really? She's stunning. Yeah. I was a fan of Lisa Turtle. Yeah, the one that was playing Kelly Kapowski. Uh, nobody can be... Although, who was saying that they didn't find her attractive? Uh, somebody that we had in here. Yeah. Yep. Well, Kelly Kapowski was like mm-hmm. you know the hottest thing ever. So, uh, her she didn't match up so well, but the one Lisa Turtle one's good. Awesome. <laughs> it's being pointed out in the chat. Dustin Diamond had a onesome. <laughs> so when does this come out? Uh, it doesn't say yet. Okay. But I, I think it's been, it's being filmed and it should be out. Lifetime has a real quick turnaround. They do. They do. They are, they are always at the forefront. Awesome. Yeah. How long before you think they have a Donald Sterling one? You think they'll have that? No, that's too boring. No, they won't do a Donald, Donald Sterling movie? Mm, unless like it comes out that he was like beating his wife or something. No, I, mean, I quite, don't think so. I don't think he can, I don't think he can hardly move. See, quite, as, quite honestly, there's not enough to it. I okay. mean, he's, he's a racist sack of shit. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> you can't base a whole movie on no, that? No, you can't. Okay. You need to have a little bit of something other than... You need to have like three points, okay. basically. Or else I told you it could go to the bottom tier of Lifetime movies, which are the Christmas movies. It could be right. the Donald Sterling... Yeah, learns Don, about Christmas. Donald, Donald Sterling Christmas. <laughs> a Donald Sterling Christmas story. Okay. All right. Hey, let me ask you this: What? What in the news, like right now? What is the one thing you would like to see a Lifetime movie made of? Is there anything that you can think of? Do you see like stories happening, and then think, "Oh, there should be a Lifetime movie of that"? I would, if I could pick any Lifetime movie. To get made like a true, like if I could get the actual account of what happened, mm-hmm. I would like to go back in my time machine to 2007. Okay, when it was the era of Lindsay Lohan on crack, driving around everywhere, like the up, like uh, Paris Hilton, like humping all those people, Britney Spears going crazy and shaving her head. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted to see the behind the scenes of Young Hollywood. In okay. 2007, okay, become a lifetime movie. Like he, that's when Anna Nicole Smith was still alive, and like that's that's when all this crazy shit was happening. Okay, it was the golden era of behind the scenes Hollywood shit that I would have loved to see what was actually happening. So you want to see that get made into? A I want to see like 2000, like yeah, okay, like the Britney's like everything around the time of Britney Spears shaving like the, her head. The, yeah, the head shaving, the head shaving mm-hmm. incident, like everything around the year mm-hmm. that surrounded that. Okay, all right, that was just a crazy, crazy, crazy time. How about you? Uh, what for a lifetime movie? Yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm not a big lifetime movie follower, so I guess I guess I don't. But I mean, know. anything in the news right now, like because basically that's the be- that's the glorious thing about Lifetime mm-hmm. is that they can make a movie out of damn near anything. Well, that is true. They okay, can make I'll a movie out of that. anything. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me think about that. What would be a good one? What would be a good thing for a lifetime movie? All right, I'll, I'll think about. Okay, what, but what that's gen- that is genuinely like if I could get the real story of like uh, can Sasquatch be involved? No. Okay. Wait, I guess. Well, it could be like the life of a Sasquatch hunter, but they do have a lot of like, they have some ghosty movies on Lifetime. You know, okay. like haunting ones, but I don't think they have like monster ones. Okay. All right. Because Lifetime's cool with like the, the ghosts of like dead children and stuff, but uh, Sasquatch is eh, pushing the envelope a little too okay. far. Okay. All right. Too much. All right. Good to know. Good to know. You know what I want to see a Lifetime movie of? You've had these stories in um, World of Crazy before. I want to see the lifetime story behind the Houston pooper. 
There was the guy who was pooping in yards and nobody knew why he was it's doing it. It's just going to be sad. Like he's just going to be like thing. mentally ill and he's going to be like, Nurr! no, but he specifically did it. He terrorized Houston for a month, at least, by pooping in this neighborhood. He That's would poop not in the middle movie. of the night. That's not a movie. But, know, there's, but there's something behind that. Like, why you want to get behind the pooper? Yeah, I want to know why he was doing it. What happened to him? Like, what, did those, what, what were the people? Maybe the people were at the fault the whole time. Uh, other people are suggesting the Swiss cheese pervert. The guy who was going around <gasps> Philadelphia. See, that's better. The guy who was going around Philadelphia and then I want to know the, the story and, behind the Swiss cheese pervert. And then and then you know uh, pulling out some Swiss cheese and being like, hey, check this out. And then he would peel off and tear off. So you want the Swiss cheese pervert? Okay. All right. I think it, you know what it should be since you know he wanted he exposed himself and also had the Swiss cheese. I think his story should be called like say cheese. The story of whatever his name was. <laughs> because it goes with everything. Because he wanted them to look at it. Okay. I would I would see this. You might get a whole funding, actually, for this. Oh, God. Oh, it's being suggested. UA822. All right. And to explain UA822, go to... Uh, that's her name on YouTube, I believe, still. She sings Sunny D in rum. Yes. Yum, yum. She was a YouTube sensation. It's a flavor I just thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, did I tell you also that I'm still friends with her on Facebook and she's an aspiring author? Wow. She writes the weirdest... I mean, and I know I'm talking about a woman with no teeth who sings songs about Sunny D in rum. Yes. But she was trying to write... A story about this guy. She, it was about a little bug. I swear to God, I read this like four times because I'm like, is she serious? About a little bug who crawls into a guy's pants and then chews off his penis. What? Yes. I'm trying to find... I'm scrolling back really quick. It was the weirdest thing. Okay. About a bug that crawls into somebody's pants and, and then it was like, oh, and then he ate his... And she doesn't even say penis. She says thingy. Okay. She's like, and then it ate his thingy and then he needed to go and try and save the world without his thingy. Okay. It All was right. glorious. I'm into it. This would be another thing if I had tons of funding. I would let I would fund that movie just to see what came out of it. Yeah, she was on the precipice. Like mm-hmm. she was she was almost there and she decided to fall off. Remember when she deleted her YouTube channel? Right. Yeah, no, it's still there. It's there now. But I don't know if all of her videos are there. No, she took down a lot of them. Oh no, there's there's a bunch more on there. All right, well, um when you do ball talk, I'm gonna find her story because okay. this is something that needs to happen. All right. Onward and upward. Greg, the future. Of radio is fun employment radio, but the future is now. As of tomorrow, Greg, you will be able to send for two hundred dollars. Text smells. Text? You can text message smells. What do you mean? Text message smells, Greg. You can text message. You can be like, ooh. You can text message smells. Let me tell you about it. So you know Harvard- that's not going to be used for anything good. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Harvard engineering professor David Edwards has invented a device called the O-Phone that sends and receives photos and scents. Now get this. It comes with 32 basic mix and match scents to create more than 300,000 unique aromas. So you have like a phone and then it just like puffs out like a... It has smells that come out. (laughs) Who wants a smelly phone? 
Well, maybe if you want... What good is that going to do? No one is going to use that for a good purpose. Oh, these strawberries smell great. Here, here, Tim. Smell what a strawberry smells. No, I think it's like, these strawberries are beautiful. And then you send them a picture of a strawberry, and then you send them a strawberry smell, so then when they're looking at the strawberry, it smells like a strawberry. I will never buy a scent phone because of the fact that I know what my friends would do, and it would not be fun. At all hours of the day, I would be getting terrible smells sent to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and your friends are so horrible when you text message to each other anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would never get one of those. Of course you'd get one of those just so you'd be able to use it on your friends. No, because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to have to deal with it myself. All right. Well, this is going to be available. So 300,000 uh, 300, uh, unique aromas, that's what it'll be able to make. So you can be able to send smells to your friends and loved ones in what will be called O notes. So this is the O phone. You can send text messages and messages using O notes using an app called O Snap. Who who wants who's clamoring for this? Well, Greg, this is one bit. I'm all for technology. Professor David Edwards sent the first transatlantic scent from his O phone in New York City yesterday to a colleague in Paris. The scent was meant to be the smell of New York City. Ew! Who wants that either? Uh, he says so. <laughs> Professor David Edwards goes on to say, Scent is the world's natural tweet because it takes just a few seconds to get a scent. So you hold it up and it like analyzes what something smells like and then sends you that smell? Well, it says, yeah. So you have 32 scents that you can mix and match to try and match a smell that you're smelling. Okay. Yeah, and so he's also saying, um, so the scent, you know, of course, smells are the strongest connection linked, you know, to memory. And so they're saying if you can send smells to people, it would, I don't know. It's that would just, it would just be bad all around. Yeah, so you can pre-order a pair of O-phones for uh, $149. It's $149. And they're launching uh, early next year. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cutting edge. The future's here. The future is now. And finally, I'm just going to go to this. This is at a New York City as well. New York City? Is that this is your New York accent? Try to do a New York accent. No. Yeah, no, do it. No. No, you always do the southern accents. Let's hear a New York. All I knew how to do was my friend Staten hey. Island. Hey. My friend Staten Island accent. Okay, do it in the Staten Island Sarah, accent. Sarah. Sarah, I don't want to do that, Sarah. Like, she would always just say it like that. What were you trying to get her Dana. to do? Dana. Hmm? What were you trying to get her to do? I don't know. I wasn't trying to get her to do anything. I don't know, I haven't talked to her in a while. All right, last story. A new course is being offered. A course as in a, a, a learning learning unit, Greg. Okay. A new course in New York City is being offered to teach specifically women how to be ideal sugar babies for wealthy men. <sighs> I am not kidding. It's a course designed okay. to teach women how to be the ideal sugar baby in order to land themselves a wealthy man. Wow. Okay, so is it, I, A, I didn't realize that they call themselves sugar babies. I, I didn't either. I, I knew what a sugar daddy is and a sugar mama, but I didn't know there was a term for the other end of that spectrum. I guess that makes sense. Well, Greg, there are not only are there sugar babies. They're my pro- little sugar baby. They're professional Ew, sugar that's babies. That's creepy. Sugar babies are delicious, though, by the way, the candy. Uh, yeah, but... I like those. Yeah. All right, well, here we go. So, professional sugar baby. This is what the grown-ass woman calls herself. Professional sugar baby, Carla Abonia. Professional gold digger. Professional sugar baby, Carla Abonia, 37 years young, 
uh, has been flown across the world <laughs> and has had wildly lavish gifts bought for her by rich men who can't resist her company. What, what does she look like? Can you? Uh, I know. She I know. It's the podcast. She doesn't look that wonderful. What's her? What's her name? Her name is Carla. C A R L A. Abonia. A B O N I A. Carla Abonia. Okay. All right, so Carla Bonia. Gonna Bonia her. <laughs> Carla likes a Bonia. Uh, has been flown across the world and has wildly lavish gifts brought to her by rich men who can't resist her company. But Carla. <laughs> it's her company they're after, I'm sure. But Carla admits her relationships aren't always straightforward. So she's decided to help other sugar babies out, or aspiring sugar babies, if you will. Okay. Carla has joined forces with her mentor, sugar daddy Alan Schneider. <laughs> Wait, he's the mentor? That's her sugar, sugar baby Carla and her sugar daddy Alan. So Alan's want, Alan wants to help her bilk more rich guys out of stuff? Sh- so sugar, uh, sugar baby Carla has joined forces with uh, her mentor, sugar daddy Alan Schneider, to form a new university in New York called, what do you know, Sugar Daddy University. Okay, I'm taking a look here, and I know I realize uh, this is a podcast, but we get a chance to Google, look her up, uh, Carla Abonia. She does not seem like she would be worth flying around on a private jet. She's I'm sorry. I mean, if you're going to be superficial about it, she. I mean, she obviously is. I don't see much Mm-mm. there that's uh, worth me spending money on. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Sugar Daddy University, all right, Greg? So the pair, of course, Carla Sugar, ba- Sugar Baby Carla, Sugar Daddy Allen, the pair... We'll be teaching five key elements of being a successful... Sh- oh, Greg, you could do this too. It's not just for sugar babies. It's for sugar daddies. What? If you ever become a wealthy man. Right, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, it's So it's five key elements to becoming a successful sugar daddy or a successful sugar baby. Okay. Through their curriculum that they teach. So there are five key elements, which what, are... What elements do you need to be a sugar daddy? Greg, I'm so I have money. I'm going to pay you. Let's have sex. Greg, I'm so that happy... That seems like that's pretty easy. ...that you asked me that because there are five key elements to their, to their teaching. There is sexuality, understanding, generosity, attraction, and... Reci- I can never say this word. Reciprocity. Reciprocity? Reciprocity. Is that how you say it? Yes. Oh, and if you look at them, those five key elements, I'm just noticing this right now. (laughs) It spells out sugar. So not only are they teaching their five key elements, one of which I can't pronounce, they even have plastic surgeons, as well as relationship and financial experts on campus (laughs) to advise women how to look better as they or their sugar daddy invest in their appearance. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Sugar Baby Carla and how she got, um, how she became the founder of Sugar oh, Baby. Oh, please, I, w- I would like to know. I would like to know her backstory. All right. Well, Sugar Baby Carla turned to the Sugar Baby lifestyle after getting fed up with cheap guys. One in particular, he'd bring her a KFC bucket to her house for dinner and leave her the leftovers. She said, he'd want to give me a kiss and would leave crumbs all over my mouth. As soon as I got rid of him, I went straight on the internet and started researching. I think a lot of women can relate to each other in that he'd way. He'd leave crumbs on my mouth? What? <laughs> Is that what she really just said? We she really said. Will you read that sentence one more time, exactly what she said? He'd want to give me, uh, she said, uh, he'd bring his KFC bucket over to his, her house. She said, he'd want to give me a kiss and would leave crumbs all over my mouth. As soon as I got rid of him, I went straight on to the internet and started researching. I mean, I admit she's probably doing it wrong, yes. If, But then again, what was she getting out of it? Did she get some... 
She got some free, free chicken, chicken for crumbs. I mean, I <laughs> Those can I mean, be delicious. We all have different uh, different goals. I mean. All right. So, uh, so she said, I think a lot of women can relate to each other in that way. We want to be treated well, and that's where the sugar way of life comes from. Our experiences are what we created the university for. Relationships can always be better between sugar daddies and babies. And <laughs> it's so gross. We're here to make them better. When you put it in that context, daddy and baby, it's, it's just gross. That's gross. Yes. That's why I've never understood that fucking sexy talk. Hey, daddy. Yeah, when they're like, oh, yeah, that's right, daddy. Oh, so fucking wrong. That's so wrong. That has always grossed me out. <laughs> Who says that? Why would you say that? I like it when you call me Big Papa. Yeah, so the university is going to teach how to view the relationships that can be prosperous and beneficial to both both sides. Uh, she'll be putting all of her experience together to help other babies appreciate the man She's they're with. All this work just to bang rich dudes. Like, yep. Okay. No, no, no. By large, to help other babies appreciate the man they are with and let the daddies know how to approach us in the first place. Oh. School headmaster Sugar Daddy Allen, who created the dating site SugarDaddyForMe.com, added the university is there for people to get a better bra- grasp on the often misunderstood lifestyle. He said a lot of women don't know how to approach men. They think they're aggressive and predatory. We have to enhance and educate both sides so they respect each other. So uh, a lot of sugar babies are 21 to 35, attractive, well-educated, but struggling financially for one reason or, or another. So we want mentoring. The sugar daddies are like benefactors helping them. Yeah. We're not just all about sex. No, 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 no. We help them discover a spark, a real connection, and many of the couples end up getting married. What is the point of being a sugar daddy? I mean, isn't there's just really one thing out of that? There's just one thing that the guy's going for. No, Greg, they're looking for marriage, clearly. Obviously. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. The courses, Obviously. of course, focus on mostly teaching un- the understanding of the sugar daddy, sugar baby lifestyle. <sighs> so there you go, guys. Call me daddy. Ew, that's creepy even just when I said it. <laughs> oh my God, Suman for the win about the chicken thing. This she's is in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Because the woman's complaining about like bringing over leftover KFC, and he just wrote, um, why don't you get a real job and just buy your own damn chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. It's not going on the internet. That's not winning. You know what it is? Getting your own bucket of chicken. That's what's winning. There you go. There you go. There you are, my friends. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Thank you, sir. All right, we've got a couple now of I things. Now I want chicken. I'm really hungry. Well, find yourself a sugar daddy. I need to. <laughs> no, I need to find a shitty boyfriend first who can leave chicken chicken crumbles on my lips. <laughs> <laughs> leave me some of that chicken. Can you, can you leave some chicken crumbles on my lips? <laughs> I just put on some chapstick. They'll stick on there real good. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, all right. Well, We've I do got see, a couple other things Speaking here. of food, I do see three things sitting in front of me. There, There is. All right. Before we do that, since I've been having so many of these things this week, I do need to be riding my bike more. <laughs> I'm riding mine today. Um, because also, it is part of our Operation Hot Summer, where Sarah and I are getting in shape for summer. And I think we're doing okay. My sister said my butt's smaller. <laughs> Somebody can cut out that piece of audio and send that in to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, also... Uh, congratulations on your butt. Thank you. Let's talk about your big butt, Simone. So 
with Bike Gallery, though, Bike Gallery is one of our wonderful sponsors. <laughs> they have six different locations. Talk about here a great in way to tone your butt. They have uh, bikes for all kinds of sizes of butts, and they have uh, six different locations. And of course, their online store at bikegallery.com. And right now, there is a discount code. There sure is. If you go to funemploymentradio.com, there's a link right on the right hand side. There's a coupon for 10% off of anything that they offer. They are fantastic. They're a great store. They have great customer service. They, um, they're experts. They're a local company here, but you can purchase from anywhere. You can order online. Mm-hmm. And anywhere for delivery or for pickup. Yeah, and uh, I highly encourage you to let everyone know that you know that's, that wants to buy something for a bike. Use the discount code. It's right there on our website. There's a bike gallery link right on the right-hand side. And uh, print that out or, or just bring it in the store and have them scan it. You can pull it up on your phone and they'll scan it. And get yourself a 10% discount. Um, I'm going in there because I have to buy a new bike lock because I broke mine. Mm-hmm. I broke the key <laughs> off it. Greg was so strong that he actually snapped the I key snapped off inside of his bike lock. Because I was so angry. No, I snapped the key off. In the in my bike, that's what I just yeah, yeah. You snapped it off because you're like, Ugh. yeah, no, that wasn't Hope very hard. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't, wasn't very bright. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, but uh, but bikegallery.com, uh, six different locations. Go in there, use that offer code. All right, should we do a little bit of ball I talk? And then I do have something to round out the show with. Oh wow, I'm so excited. After that, all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, all right. Do you have something you, you want to send to me to play? Uh, yes. Let me okay. uh, send this to you. This is for here in just a minute. All right. Of course, Sarah, the World Cup is going on. And uh, right now, it's in the middle of it. It's in the middle of the first round where everybody's trying to get out of their groups. There's uh, eight different groups all right. of teams. So they're all trying to jump ship. They're all trying to get out of their groups. They're all trying to get out of their all groups. They're trying to move on to the next big but thing. one team that won't be moving on to the next group is the team from Spain. The defending 2010 World Cup champions are now officially eliminated. España did not make it past the first round. They did not make it past the first round. And with that, you know, they were obviously one of the favorites to win it again. And they do have one more game, but it's going to be pointless. They still have to play Australia, but it's pointless because they're mathematically eliminated. They are done. They're going home after that game. Uh, The world kind of erupted on Twitter, especially everybody else who really follows soccer other than the U.S., with tons of stuff just ripping on Spain. They were kind of the laughing stock of, uh, of the Internet yesterday. When it was official, when they were officially eliminated, okay. most things showing pictures of the Titanic, but then with the Spanish flag on it as oh. it's going down. <laughs> so Spain is out, and uh, right now England is playing, and they are on the verge of. They don't beat Uruguay, who they're playing right now, and I believe the last time I checked, they were down. This is uh, June nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. It's almost two o'clock while we're while we're doing this, and I'll I'll double check the score, but I believe they were behind. And so if they lose, oh, looks like they did lose. I believe they are eliminated as well. I'm pretty sure they are eliminated. So, wow, the big countries are going down. All right. United States still in it, though. U.S. When, when do they play next? They play on Sunday. The, the United States will play Portugal on Sunday. And if they win that, then they're pretty much guaranteed to go to the next round, I believe. Okay. But we'll have to see what happens with that one. All right. Uh, I've got a couple other things here. But I think we should just go straight I to think the we big should. one. We should go straight to the big one. I'll save some of that for tomorrow. So here is something that we have been doing here on this show for the past week. We all know about the uh, wonderful Paul the Octopus. Mm, R.I.P., buddy. R.I.P., Paul the Octopus, who did predict the outcomes of different matches for the World Cup the 11 last time. 11 out of 13, 85%. 11 out of 13, 85%. This is like, that's her Rain Man thing where she recites that. I will remember that forever. And uh, on top of that, 
I believe Paul the Octopus, you know, with his time being over, it is now time for a human to take the reins. And I believe hashtag Greg the Human should be trending on Twitter before too long. So here's what's happened so far. I predicted three matches. Last week, I did predict the Spain-Netherlands match. A little bit off on that one. Spain did not win. However, for the next two matches that happened this week, somebody was 100% correct. So in front of me are three different paper plates. You've been 100% uh, cinnamon bun correct. That's true. So (laughs) in front of me are three different plates. Written underneath are the names of two teams that are playing today and then the word draw because in this first round you can't get a draw. Uh, the, The first one I predicted this week was Russia versus South Korea. I drew draw. Draw us what they got. Yesterday, Croatia versus Cameroon. So I had three different things here in front of me. I don't know what's written underneath. I don't know which one's which. You don't know which one's which. I've I have mixed the, them around. I've done what I do every day. Which I had is- the option of uh, Croatia, Cameroon, or draw. I drew Croatia. Croatia won yesterday handily. So, Sarah, I believe these trends are going to continue. And right now, in front of me, I've got three different treats. Stop saying treats. Well, they're treats, sir. They're human treats. All right. Well, here. Let me- and I'm going to mix them up. And I'm going to pick one of them. And whatever it is, this is going to be the outcome of... Japan versus Greece, which is going to be happening at 3 p.m. Pacific time today. So let's see if hashtag Greg the Human will continue these trends. All right, these are delicious looking treats. They are. I'm actually, I'm going to eat one of them too. All right. Well, you can't do that until after I pick. All right, Sarah, I have made my selection. Nope, wait, I'm putting it down. Oh, whoa. I'm putting it down. You always go with the first instinct. I'm going with instinct number two. Okay, well then I'll eat first instinct. Okay, so Sarah, I do not know what that says on the bottom of it. Hashtag uh, right. Greg the Human. All right, he has taken a bite. a bite of my treat. Hashtag. What the outcome is going to be. Hashtag Greg the Human has predicted as the wind. This is today. This is today. Today. That Greece will be the winner. Greece will beat Japan. Right, pass me the one that you initially p- picked. All right, this was my first one, but I, I backed out on it. The first one was draw. Okay. Go Greece. Mm-hmm. Apparently. I mean, this isn't me rooting for any particular team. This is just me saying what's going to happen. So uh, the prediction is in. Greece will win the match today in Group C, 3 p.m. Pacific time, June 19th, 2014, Greece. You can put it in. I'm sure I'll be trending in Greece very soon. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Greg the Human. Use that on Twitter. All right. Please don't. There we go, Sarah. That was the <laughs> prediction. Hashtag Greg the Human. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Um... So I did. I know that you have something else really quick, but I do want to tell you, I did find that story. Which the one story? That, that Chris, U8822 wrote. Oh, okay. All right. It's, it's one run-on sentence. Okay. Would you like to read the story? Is I would like you? to read the well, story. I mean, you, this is uh, proprietary information. Well, maybe why don't we do your thing that you were talking about first, and then, we can, and then I can read the story to, to close out the show. Okay. Should All right. That, that sounds good. Because uh, one of the other things, of course, I did bring this up earlier today that, ladies and gentlemen, I am an aficionado of Sasquatch. And... I found out about something. This actually comes from one of our listeners who posted this on my page. And uh, she alerted me to the existence of something right here in the Northwest. And this is from listener Jennifer. So. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. The cinnamon bun is delicious. Squatch! Yes, indeed. It's time for a Squatch Watch. And here is what's happening right now. So, apparently... There is a group based out of Oregon called Spirit Expeditions. Of course there is. Spirit Expeditions, they uh, hold a bunch of the, like, ghost tours in downtown Portland and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They is not the only have that. Is guy that looks like that. Gallagher? 
No, not that guy. Okay. Well, I don't think he works for them. I don't know. Maybe he does. Uh, but here is another thing that's going on all this summer. Apparently, they have Sasquatch expeditions. Oh. It's called Sasquatch Hunt. Oh, my God. Where you go out into the woods of Oregon. And get murdered by crazy Sasquatch hunters? Okay, here's what it is. So, uh, here's the different list of things. Overnight camping in the Oregon forest. Tents and camping gear provided. Sasquatch hunting equipment provided. What is Sasquatch hunting equipment? Does it specify what Sasquatch hunting you, equipment is? Yes, it does. You get night vision goggles. Jesus. You get an infrared camera. And you get a parabolic microphone, which have a listening distance of 300 feet with enhanced audio and recording capabilities. And you do that and then go out into the woods and look for Oh, uh, my God. I want you to do this just so I can, like, go hide in the woods and bring some of my friends and just fuck with you guys and make, like, Sasquatch noises and hit sticks on trees and stuff. You do get dinner and breakfast. Dinner includes brats and burgers, potato and macaroni salad, baked beans, water and sodas. And then breakfast is pancakes, eggs, bacon or sausage coffee water and oj so you get you get dinner and breakfast while you how go much out. does this set you back um i'm looking here for the price on it they don't seem to see the price Keelan listed. is very much he's like they had greg at night vision goggles <laughs> yes. it is 75 dollars per person seriously 75 bucks uh you don't have to bring your own sleeping bag and pillow that sounds like i hell. took a look at where this is it's actually really close to where i go camping every year uh, really, cl- it's up in it's. At, this is at Brighton Bush for anybody who wants to know where that is, uh, which is just outside of Detroit Lake in Portland or in in Oregon. And I go camping not very far from there a couple of times a year. So maybe with that, I might be able to see a Sasquatch on my own. So I don't know if I'm going to pay for the pay for the tour. Although I don't have night vision goggles, I kind of want night vision goggles. I mean, seventy five dollars, you could just go there. So, and this is, of course, for satirical purposes, but you could just totally go there, steal the night vision goggles, and they're worth more than $75. They're totally worth more than $75. So basically, you just pay the $75, steal the night vision goggles, and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a possibility. That was a joke. We're not advocating that. No. Uh, but I think uh, I think this could happen. Uh, Amy's in the chat saying, how about for the next listener party, we just all go camping, squatching? I, be- I might be down with camping, oh. squatching. I don't know, as much as I love everybody, I mean, if there's, you know, like 500 people camping, there has to be one murderer in there. Oh, that's true. And we're all out in the woods. Could be me. Could be Greg. That's true. Somebody wouldn't make it back. But then we can just blame it. Kenny's definitely murdery. Oh, yeah. Kenny would would eliminate someone. I've camped with Kenny before. Kenny B does all the- Did you say he'd eliminate someone? Oh, yeah. What kind of crazy talk is that? It's Kenny. I've gone camping with Kenny before. Kenny does all the booking for uh, Fun Employment Radio. He does a fantastic job. But also, uh, out in the woods, he's crazy. He's crazy. He lets the man, inner man beast out? Uh, yeah, he's just, he likes to set fire to things. Okay. He likes to cut things. All right, so what you're saying now, though, is that you can go camping and hunting for Sasquatches with... with that is people. what I'm saying. This okay. is the Squatch Watch. This is part of the Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, I'm pulling up my music. So I do have this. By the way, I, I must say, so I did find the story. So this is the story that the U8822. U8822. Her real name is Chris Athey. Are, are we sure we can read this? Is this like proprietary information? I'm pretty sure it'll be okay. Okay. But I mean, and it, it's just one, basically it isn't like a passage so much as it is just one run-on sentence with absolutely no punctuation. All right. And it just out of nowhere. This is just this is her story that she wrote. This is a new story by UA Day Two Two. Okay. 
A tiny red flesh-eating bug crawls down Johnny's leg and inside his pants and starts to eat his thingy. The flesh-eating bug was sent to kill him, but it doesn't. It was a cold, dark winter's night around midnight. I was about half asleep thinking about what I saw that night and if I should go to the cops. After all, Sam was my friend, or so I thought. But he did kill someone, I'm sure of it, when I saw a tiny red bug crawl down my leg and inside my pants, and I felt an incredible pain coming from my penis, so I ripped my pants and underwear off to see what was wrong, and I saw the bug had ate the entire head off my penis. I had to stay calm and get rid of the bug before it kills me, so I waited until I ate the, it ate the rest of my penis, and I killed the bug while I got ahead of my my name is Johnny Flash, and this is my story. That was riveting. I want to find more. Would, would you fund that for a Lifetime movie? She actually did right after that. She's like, do you want to know more? And all yes. her fans are like, yes. Yes, I do. All right, Sarah. Well, I think you should comment on there, too. I, I would like more. This was a pretty... Should I let her know? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, we do have a very special birthday today. Oh, we do indeed. Yes. And we want to give a big shout out to our good buddy, Alex. Alex. Alex Rick. Alex, who makes Ooh, uh, maybe I'll the play buttons. a little. Yeah, I'm gonna, maybe I'll play a little sunshine on my shoulders for her after the show. Oh, I think yes. that's a good idea. Yes, Alex Sunshine Rick. Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday. Oh, wait. Elvis started out a little quiet. Happy you deserve birthday. a full Elvis. Yeah, he's, he's the full real Elvis. Elvis. Here we go. Right. One this. more time. He was a little too drunk at the beginning of that. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy birthday, Alex. Alex of Portland Buttonworks. If it wasn't true, Shock, your comment in the chat would hurt. Okay. He said, careful, Sarah, she could sue you for all of your, all three of your dollars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think, uh, I think we've done enough, enough work here for I today. I think so, too. I think we've done the Lord's work. The Lord's work, you say? The Lord's work. I'm going full on with that. Okay. Yes. Big thank you to Bite Gallery. BiteGallery.com. Go there. And, of course, use the offer code for 10%. Why would you not? Absolutely. Um, Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Big thank you to everyone who listens to this show. We we appreciate it so much. Um, Of course, follow us at FunEmpRadio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon. Like us on Facebook. And uh, don't forget, you can visit the Cyber Mall at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All kinds of stuff. Oh, the Go to Cyber the website. Mall. Go to the website. There's wonderful, amazing things there. And we really like it when you do so. Yes, and we just really like you. Absolutely. Of the Fun, Empl- the Fun Employment Radio Network, which uh, hello to Scott, who is uh, a new subscriber to Fun Employment Radio Network. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is Oh, hi, free. Scott. Uh, there will be no play anything tonight. Usually that is on Thursdays. However, Most likely. Most likely. Okay, so probably not a play anything tonight, but there will be uh, Guys and Balls coming mm-hmm. up at about 7.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So always 24 hours of streaming content. We thank you for your uh, your support in subscribing to that and um, helping us keep it uh, keep all this wonderful stuff going. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. All right, Greece, going to be the winner. I already predicted that, so let's see if uh, let's see. Oh, hashtag Greg Greece. the Human. Hashtag Stop trying to make it work. Hashtag Greg the Human. Go ahead and use that on Twitter when you uh, announce what, Don't how that. amazing that was. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Suck up, bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.